Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Enlightened Mike podcast number nine, perhaps. I don't think it's our tenth episode. Uh, I could, but uh, yeah, nine or ten or something. Welcome, thank you so much. Uh, you're sub to us, and you just got a notification that brought you here. You're amazing. We'll have something for you a little later in the show. Uh, and if you're just now joining us for the first time, welcome. Go see our other videos and stuff. Like, subscribe, blah blah blah. My name is Tim, uh, and I'm joined as always by fellow Team Galaxy Brain member Jacob, the Mr. Williker, Reinar Smashing <laughs> PQ guy, Willard. <laughs> um, super long middle name. It's kind of confusing for everybody. But uh, how are you doing, Jacob? <laughs> I'm doing all good. I'm doing okay. I'm uh, kind of riding a high right now. How are you doing? Yeah, I also dropped some acid earlier. Uh, but you might be talking about your uh, PQ victory. This or not victory? Sorry, your PQ victory, top eight, yeah, that, which is that still. I mean, yeah. So, like, yeah. Let's just dive into that because. Uh, um, well, actually, hold on. I have one more exciting thing for the viewers. Actually, before we dive into that, you did a PQ. I stayed at home this weekend. I had a good weekend though. But uh, I don't want to make an announcement before we dive into all this good stuff. Uh, we're going to be giving away Team Galaxy Brain as a whole are going to be chipping in and we're going to be giving away a box, a booster box of Dynasty to uh, uh, several groups of people. Uh, well, the one box and you have several chances to enter. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I'll, I'll put up a post uh, about this and uh, all you got to do is uh, like and repeat for a chance to win all that standard Twitter stuff. Um, if you're already subscribed on YouTube, so if you're hearing about this now, uh, as of, uh, you know, two o'clock on one sixteen twenty three, uh, and you were subbed or, or follow us on, on Twitter or, or both, uh, then you'll get a, an extra entry into, uh, the contest. Um, so thank you so much. I, that's just our extra special to those who have already been here. Uh, when we hit 200 subscribers, which I think we're at like 150 or something right now, when we hit 200, we'll trigger the giveaway and select one person at random. Um, so you get, just to recap, you get one entry for, uh, uh, retweeting the Twitter post, one entry for being subbed to us on YouTube and, uh, an extra entry. If you have been here already, uh, we'll call that the OG entry. Um, yeah, Jacob, um, you don't get to enter cause, uh, you know, you're part of the team, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so everybody go check that out. Uh, we're doing it away cause I just, I love everybody. You guys have all been amazing. So. Um, thank you so much for all your kind words. Uh, everybody has reached out in person or online. You guys are awesome. Um, okay, so sorry. Brief aside, we're going back to you, Jacob. Uh, you went to a PQ this weekend, and before yes. talking about your deck, because I think your deck is fucking awesome, honestly, uh, for multiple reasons. Uh, but uh, you went to a PQ. It was the this was the Fable Hobby PQ, right? Uh, yes. Shout out to Fable, Fable Hobby. Go check them out online. Great place to buy boxes. Speaking of which. Um, you went to Fable Hobby PQ, um, uh, and you went 5-1, is that correct? Yep, 5-1 in yeah. Swiss. Nice. Yeah, 5-1, smashed into the top eight. Um, yep. So uh, what, did you, uh, what did you play? What did you bring to PQ this, this, uh, this week? So it's, uh, I brought Berserk Reinar. Uh, a deck that a lot of people underestimated, but something that we as a team uh, have been brewing and thinking up literally since uh, Dynasty was announced at Worlds yeah. and they, they previewed that card. 
I think I kind of lost my mind towards it. I, I just was like, this fixes the main thing yep. that makes Brute, you know, a problem. And it doesn't quite do that, <laughs> but it, I, so I think cool, it though, makes right? um, an aggro version of Reinar real um, viable. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I went into the day kind of just like, oh, you know, I haven't, I don't have a ton of reps on this deck. I'm not like well practiced, and everyone's saying like, play the deck that you have the most reps on. That's how you're going to get far in PQ. Um, <laughs> and I proved all of that yeah. to be nonsense. Yeah, if you just bring a really cool deck, uh, sometimes it can it can happen for you. Um, but yeah, I, I told myself if Reinar didn't do good this week, I was just going to switch to Fi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just play what I know for the next two next two progress we have locally. Now I think I'm just sticking to Reinar and just hey, kind of rushing people around. Yeah, and so like we should probably do like honestly we should probably do. I know I've, I've already done a Reinar deck tech on the channel, but like your deck is different enough, and it's like because I was like I put up like the super like, and this is before Dynasty too. Like I put up kind of the super um, I'll say traditional uh, Reinar list. It's just very mid range. Uh, you know, it's got the I like sideboard. To call him responsible Reinar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, um, you know, it's not so far as like a Chandler Toe Reinar where you're just like trying to get numbers on cards and like get all the value. But it was just like, you know, it was like you had your Blood Rush, uh, you know, Pulping Wild Ride package, and then you had your like Grind Your Club package, that kind of thing. Uh, but you just like tell us like just like give give us like a like a we'll say like three minutes or less give us like a three minute or less overview like like what is so 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 berserk right it's uh just start with what is berserk and then tell us how it synergizes with your deck and what deck building um uh concessions and adjustments you had to make going into the pq so the the main okay so berserk to paraphrase says whenever you discard a card with six power or more banish it Reveal the top card of your deck if it is a six power of more draw into your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so what it does is it kind of fixes a lot of Brute's problems, which is that they're uh, it's card expensive mm-hmm. to play cards, and you, you end up losing value because if I'm playing three cards uh, coming for six, I'm actually playing less value than almost every other hero in the game. Um, so Berserk kind of fits that. But really the point of the deck is, the way I thought about it going into the meta was I needed a deck that could disrupt control decks, stop them from doing exactly what they want to do, while also being able to keep up with the aggro side of the meta with your dashes, your briars, and your fives. And the deck that I kind of came up with is just the perfect solution to both. I can I can keep up with the fast decks, and I can stop the slow decks from getting a nice pitch stack or disrupting how they want to block um, consistently. So those two things are what kind of... Uh, made me pick up the deck and i just had to figure out a way to make reinar faster than he has been right because he's yeah. traditionally more of a mid-range deck and so i think a couple of the choice cards that i added one being berserk and the other one definitely being tear limb from limb that saw yeah. a lot of play I, you know people don't know what to do when you're like yeah i pay two and i'm coming in for 14 now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what did you like i'm i'm curious about that because like i remember when tear limb from limb came out like a lot of people were pretty I, and i mean this is like when i was like first coming into the game like i started around monarch um yeah. and uh i like i kind of started like paying attention to the game at end of crucible and then like 
towards like you know early mid monarch i that's when i got into it and like people at the time felt really good like they were really high on terralim from limb um and in theory right like if you can if it goes off it's a it's basically a two for six but it's a blue um so like what was your major use case for that card like what spots was it really good so the entire the entire idea around blues in the deck is that if you have one blue in hand it's your pitch card obviously right. you're going right. to need it for your big turns but what happens is in a lot of decks when you draw two blues you end up with this really awkward situation like Phi, when Phi draws two blues it's an underpowered turn unless he's uh yeah. using an ice hero you just kind of lost a lot um the way that my deck's built if you have two blues in your hand no matter what the two blues are they really help each other so Terra Lim from Blim is a great example of that because if I have a Terra Lim from Blim in hand and I have another blue, mm-hmm. I just pitch it to that and I basically just played a two for six go again with an intimidate trigger. So yeah. I do the two for six intimidate trigger because I did have it come up once where I didn't I had to end up swinging club afterwards, which doesn't get the buff, mm-hmm. but I'd gotten an intimidate trigger and so it was still kind of worth it to swing for five with an intimidate with club. It didn't feel like an awful play. It didn't feel like a great play. But then you have the really good plays where I was able to set up uh, Terra Lim from Lim with two blues, discard a hand, and then playing Swing Big from Arsenal off a Tunic resource. Yeah. So you're coming in for 14 off of three cards. And that's, or I guess four cards technically, but yeah. one from Arsenal. And no. that's a really good hand. Totally. And I mean, I think it's like, I, I, I hadn't really considered it that much because like, like, you know, the... Um, and I mean, it's it's good with Berserk, right? Because you're discarding sixes. But like, uh, I considered that card uh, a little bit, and then eventually put it down because like I was looking for like, um, I at one point and like, uh, I mean, you had kind of talked through this with me uh, previous season. I, I guess we'll call it season um, with Reinar, right? Like it's like we were and we ended up cutting Sand Sketch down to like two or zero or whatever. And like I was looking for another blue because I knew I wanted like a lot of blues, but like Sand Catch never felt good, and it like ne- and it was like kind of hard for me to play out sometimes. Um, and it's made it back into my deck, but now I'm just like, man, like if you're just looking for like a blue block three that like you can play out, like it seems pretty good. Some people are playing like blue, um, blue. Uh, uh, God, why can't I think of the uh, pack hunt? Blue pack hunt. Uh, they're playing like blue, um, the one that gets dominated if you dif- if you've discarded a six. Like that, that right. kind of stuff, and it, like none of that feels really good to me. Um, I, and so I might like I, uh, Chandler Toe played this round on me, which is reasonable. Um, but uh, I kind of like I kind of want to go back to that. So you've inspired me, and it I clearly mean, your deck clearly like you know performs. Well, well. from Lynn doesn't block, so you definitely have to be playing. Oh no, it doesn't. It, yeah, that's fair. It doesn't block. I mean, if it blocked, it'd be a perfect card, honestly. I mean, a card that yeah. Yeah, yeah. But now that we're talking about it, Sand Sketch Plan is definitely a card that underperformed for me yeah. this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, I almost never played it, and and when I did, I was doing it on a Berserk turn to just draw a new card. Um, but we're I think now that we're talking about it, maybe I'll replace it with Blue Pummel. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's where I'm at is uh, I I, I, I like the Blue Pummel person around Pummel against me. A lot of people are playing around Pummel against me, and in my head I'm like I don't have it, so it's more fun. But now I'm like. Shit, yeah. Now I wish I did not because yeah. I just almost people sometimes. Yep. On on a really aggro deck, they they won't really see it coming. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's a nice like what I like about blue pummel personally is like 
it's a nice card. Like, it's a blue that you don't mind arsenaling. Like, that's my problem with some of the blues, especially with, like, Sand Sketch Plan. It's like, you don't really oh. want to arsenal it in some situations, like, unless you're already ahead, in which case, like, you should be arsenaling something else anyway. So it's like, that's what's uh, sketchy, no pun intended, about the card, right? But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we should do a, se- we should do a separate deck tech, because I could, oh, I could I'm talk about... Oh, I'm 100% proud. Dog, I could, to, t- to, I could talk about Brute mind. for so long. <laughs> I could talk about Brute for hours. Um, I didn't think... Oh, I was gonna say, I, I've definitely tried a bunch of heroes trying to find like what, what fits my style. And I still mm-hmm. go back and forth over what I like the most, but I think Reinar has made me like I had more fun this weekend and maybe uh this weekend about the ProQuest than I have at maybe any flesh and blood event because I was playing Reinar and because the deck was fun. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and it has a high rolly element that is uh, doesn't feel bad for your opponent. Like, Channel Mount Heroic and stuff can feel pretty shitty sometimes. Uh, no, totally. Art of War doesn't feel as bad, but, like, when you're high-rolling as a, as a Reinar, sometimes your opponent gets just as excited as you are. Because <laughs> they're yeah. just seeing a huge yeah. number stack up, and they're like, please just stop at some point. Yeah. So, that man, that's the, like, I, I love that feeling, too. And, like, I never really, like, I never really got to that point in Magic. Like, there were a couple of, like, like janky combo decks like like a goblin charbelter and modern or whatever but like like i never really got there with like all the the combo decks but like uh with stuff like like berserk reinar and like like even like kano like if it's like a tight kano game and they're like playing really well like i get excited for 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 people who can like go off off of like and get like a double a through wildfire or whatever um so Flesh and Blood creates that feeling a bit more than Magic does or any other trading card game I've seen. Like, because of the interaction between players every turn, you actually can get excited when your opponent's having a good turn. It might be stressful for you because you don't have the right answer at the time, but there's something really exhilarating about seeing this deck do something really unique um, because at no point in Fab do you really feel like you're not a part of that experience or you're not able to interact with what's going on. It always yeah. affords you that opportunity to like think of, okay, well, how does this affect me and what am I doing in response to it on a micro level and on a macro level, like thinking yeah. of like the big, the big play of the game. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's a really good, uh, I think that's a really good call out too. Um, I, I just think that like, you know, just the, the interactivity of the, of flesh and blood in general is just really high. And I think, I think that's a really interesting way of looking at it basically is is um encouraging that kind of like uh like player bonding i don't know <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah okay so sorry cutting us off on ryan yeah and that was uh and and we're going forward um so exactly. com- coming soon <laughs> What's, yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah we'll 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 do one of those soon um because yeah i'm excited about it now i'm like ooh, should i be playing berserk like <laughs> but uh <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, talk about w- what we did this weekend. Uh, you did a pro quest. I did armory last week. I went three zero, and uh, we uh, got to the end of the night, and it's like, like there were three three zeros, and normally it's like a the two three zeros play off or whatever. But we had an odd number, so it's kind of weird. Uh, and uh, uh, <laughs> so we're doing like a Talishar playoff. So I'm looking forward to to that. Uh, it's it's me against our friend uh, Natan, who's on the channel. Go check out his Oldham video um so normally i'm pretty confident against Gar- guardians on a reinar but uh uh natan is kind of insane and really good Natan's at that deck so yeah he's, he's a beast so <laughs> exactly um yeah so that's what i did less exciting but still fun um so yeah <laughs> reinar is great we love him here 
Um, so speaking of uh, no more Reinar, though, uh, uh, <laughs> let's talk outsiders. So like, I, I I'm not hey. gonna like I'm not gonna go too much over the news and stuff because uh, like I'm that's been covered elsewhere. We're already late to the party, and it'll probably take me like four weeks to edit this or whatever. So, um, <laughs> so so. Uh, Outsiders, uh, what are your reactions? I, I said, speaking of not Reinar, because like my first reaction was to one of the new characters, which is I don't remember his name, um, but he's oh, a he's a trap based yeah. hunter. Uh, and when I saw him, I was like, it's a brute. And somebody was like, nah, man, it's like <laughs> that was that was the biggest disappointment. Him not being a brute. His name's Riptide, by the way. Yeah. Riptide uh, the Brute? <laughs> Come on. It's so good. It's such a good name. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Riptide specifically, but, but one of my biggest disappointments already is I, no pirates. I was kind of hyped from the release art. Yeah. I had like piratey vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was kind of excited to maybe get some type of swashbuckling looking character, maybe if they're not specifically a pirate. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, the way that this limited experiences is, is looking to shake up, I, I'm I'm very excited about yeah. it. Um, having two different uh, heroes in each class makes for a more diverse way of drafting because your cards, you know what I mean? When you're drafting, I don't know. It's just going to change the experience. I came in yeah. an uprising. That was totally. like my first drafting experience. And I know it's, you know, kind of an echo chamber at this point, but People say you have to pick a lane early, and a yeah, lot of people just true. prioritize certain heroes and force them uh, to varying degrees of success. Mm-hmm. I don't know if outsiders will, will really allow that. I think you might be able to force a class. Sure, yeah. you want to you want to draft all the ranger cards, whatever. Um, that's fine, but it's like, which ranger do you want to play? Which ranger is this going to be better for? And I think if they can master the card split in each class well, it could be could be really huge. Um, yeah and i think that's i think that to me that's gonna be the i think that's gonna be the the crux of of whether or not it it succeeds or not and like so far i think that they've put together a pretty solid like limited experience and and not just in the like initial balance of all the heroes and the power levels but like i feel like at least in the last two draftable sets uh tales of aria and uprising um they have the draft metas have evolved right so it was like yeah. it's like 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 briar lexi oldham like like they there was like some some churn between the heroes which i think is really cool i haven't seen a lot of that in other card games that i've drafted um okay. so i mean primarily magic like there is like evolution as people come to understand the archetypes more but like all the archetypes are like there and they're the archetypes and it's like well what's open right and it's like and t- there's that to an extent in uprising but like people started to evaluate the heroes um a lot differently so um well and i also find interesting like looking at just the heroes that have been announced whether or not we have their text box or not um i don't think we have the problem that those other two sets right. aria and uprising presented where you kind of have the clearly aggro hero where everyone goes oh okay cool yeah you just all sure. draft this hero I guess you could look at Katsu or Benji in that way. Um, yeah. As I mean, like, yeah. oh, these are the heroes that are aggro. But like, Katsu actually has some some complicated lines to him, especially yeah. if you're drafting a deck. You got to know which ones are your powerful drafting. So I feel like early on, we aren't going to have that same uh, default to the, the aggro yeah. and just force the aggro 
the aggro deck, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, just because with six heroes, it's harder to find who, who exactly that is. Yeah, right? like, totally. And I mean, I think, I think that's the most interesting thing to me is that um, they're, they're yeah they're 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 reusing those heroes, and I I just like like the most interesting interesting thing to me is that like the the they're reusing the heroes and they're going to expand upon those heroes right but um uh both of those heroes are are already like well benji's not but katsu already has like multiple archetypes and multiple playstyles. um so which one do they, they add cards for yeah i know exactly and so it's like are they going to add cards so that like you're playing like a really like turtley katsu are they are they gonna add like combo cards for benji um maybe uh but i don't know i'm just like i'm i'm excited to see also the like two hero or sorry the two class four hero splits i think that'll be interesting Mm. and depending on their hero abilities too like if the you know like they, they could be completely different archetypes just with the same you know that so i think that there's a lot of opportunity to create tension between uh, classes while clearly defining like roles of like control aggro mid-range whatever so um you know it'll be really interesting to see the generic pool honestly like that's yeah yeah, yeah. that's what honest. i'm excited for day, that's always one of the biggest parts of any of these sets is like what cards is everyone gonna have access to and how is this gonna change the game going forward um and and with all new sets it's just fun to see how do these affects old cards like 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 our conversation earlier in the podcast like Tara Lim from Lim was a, a meh card, and then Berserk came out, and I would argue that yeah. that card is actually much better now because yeah. of this new synergy. So, what like whatever new synergies the generics bring to the set to help these other heroes kind of keep up? I do have a question though. Do you think that this set is going to keep up with the speed of the game? Because we, hmm. I would argue that Uprising has slowed this game down. The Ice heroes are showed that they are in effect and definitely have a presence in the meta do you think that this game uh, this set's going to slow the game down more and we can kind of get back Mm. to this mid-range world where everyone's kind of a mid-range deck the aggro decks have to really fight to try to find space or do you think that we get another aggro spike like do we think that katsu's going to come out of this set with just you know is katsu going to be a good deck is uh, is the new assassin going to be a problem? You know, um, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I think a lot of people have like fairly vocally criticized um, the, kind of the speed at which the games are in Flesh and Blood, um, but it's also like it's also funny because as and like it kind of started. Well, it kind of started with like Briar and and um, and and Chain to an extent. Like the the, the Chain Venna at Monarch was like, oh man, like Chain was very good. Um, like I am, and and even after Seeds got bit, like Chain with Seeds like of Agony. Oh my god, like like that was a very like it was weird because like it was a fast aggro deck, but you could also like grind out your opponents, and so. And then people like people complained about that. It like that meta happened, whatever. And then we go into the next meta, and then it went to Briar, which is like, um, uh, you know, Briar still obviously, fast, yes, yeah, still, still yeah. extremely fast. And you know, especially with like kills and stuff, yeah, yeah, like ball lightning and stuff too was like pretty insane. Um, 
and then um and then after that i think like i think phi is like is kind of like the next like iteration of like of like the aggro deck that being said i actually really love what phi brings to the game so like with 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 briar and like briar was like pretty like almost like unfair and i think part of that was that you know the the lightning aggro decks got like got out and so everybody started playing the lightning aggro decks and nobody had like worked on old home until michael hamilton and there was one other guy i think that might have made top eight of like either the calling or the 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 that nationals that was playing Oldham, and they were playing Tunic Oldham. And then the two lists kind of combined as like, oh, this is how you were supposed to play Oldham. <laughs> and so, <laughs> uh, like, nobody had figured that out until people were like, uh, no, we gotta, like, we gotta get rid of this, this Lightning Hero. Um, and so I think that that meta didn't really get a fair shake before they banned stuff, although Ball Lightning was pretty egregious. Um, and so that, that brings us to today, which is Phi. Um, and I think that right now the meta is, um, and they did have to do some bans, right? Like Pulse of Eisenloft, uh, they, they they banned um, they banned some other stuff too, I think, right? It was Pulse, and then didn't they take something away from... Uh, <laughs> what's that? Stubby Hammer. Oh, Stubby, and... yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that stu- was huge. Yeah, that was huge. yeah, 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 that's true. But like, so they did have to do some adjusting, but like, I expect that with any card game, and I'm glad that they take action. Um, but like, it, I think so that we do it so surgically too. Yes, I agree. Really like to, I agree. I've played other card games, man, and they'll take out whole combos. Yes. They're like, oh, this combo's broken. Like, we'll just take out every card in this combo. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. I actually love it's like so, so like surgical and exact yeah. with the yeah. card they remove. Where everyone's like, that card doesn't matter. And then it does matter. <laughs> yeah. And it ends up affecting the yeah. Like the, like the pulse band or something, right? It's like, it's yeah, like, exactly. I was like, oh, whatever. That's not a big deal. And then it's like, oh, this actually sucks. Uh, yeah. uh, but yeah, so like to, to answer your original question of like, are they going to keep up the speed of the game? Like if it's this speed that we're at now, I hope so. Cause I think this is like the best meta we've had in a long time. People complain yeah. about five people complain. I just saw somebody who I'll let remain unnamed, uh, complaining on Twitter about pulse wave harpoon and dash. And it's like, and it's like that card, like it, it like, it's a card that's like super powerful, but f- like in a way that like makes you play the game of flesh and blood and block or attack or whatever um and it's hard I just to pull like, off it's yeah. like the tweet in question uh <laughs> definitely was spoke about how it was four cards and it's like yo if your opponent as dash is able to somehow play a four card yeah. four boost against you they successfully did that they get to get the spoils yeah. of yeah that. yeah exactly like, you know what i mean like engaged in they found a way to get to the fourth boost link um, and and was pulse wave. That's impressive to me. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, but all this to say that like, I think Phi and like, I've been st- like, I play decks that like frequently get stomped by Phi. Like I like, like Reinar is like, has, that's like one of his bad matchups. Right. And it's like, there's only so much you can do to adjust for it. And like, but I like, I like that Phi exists because Phi keeps all the other nonsense decks honest right like like um if the if the meta gets too you know slow mid-rangey everybody starts complaining about ultim and icelander and and like all these like grindier decks although icelander's more of like a tempo deck or whatever but um but like i think i think that it's in a really good place because like you can go to a pq with berserk reinar and do that or 
you can go to a PQ with like I somebody top eighted on Azalea. I've seen some Oldhams and Icelanders top eight. I've seen Fies top eight. I've seen Dashes top eight. Like every like lots of people are top eighting that with like so a, a crazy amount of hero. Dorinthia won a ProQuest. Like and it's like it's like all of these like there's so many reasonable choices. Like our friend Archer brought Kano to the ProQuest last yesterday and he didn't do as well as you. Like he didn't make top eight. Um, I think he went like X two or something, but um he still like i was like that's a re if you have experience with that deck and you feel comfortable with it that's a reasonable choice and like that's so so crazy that like all these decks are viable and if 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 the speed is is fi and other decks like this then i'm happy with it personally yeah i feel like as long as oh you froze or maybe i froze oh wait are you st are you there yeah, yeah okay here. okay cool so sorry, as long so, as what? As long as the decks are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Like as long as we have yeah, our, our sure. dash and our fly, but we still have like our ice lexi and our Icelander and our old him, these kind of I mean it's it's arguable which which deck is more disruptive. Yeah. I would say that Icelander and Ice Lexi are a bit more disruptive than Old Him is. Yeah, Ice Reacts really the thing you have to mainly worry about as an aggro player. Um but that being said, as long as both of the ends of the spectrum exist, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. And we are seeing that the mid-range decks are popping in and doing the things that they want to do or catching people off guard. I think we have a lot of new players coming into the game and mm. they don't understand how Dory works. They will be just eaten alive. Yeah. And, it, 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 and as long as that is a thing in this game, Dory players will always have the ability to take one over on somebody. Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, even like... like I, I love I, I man, yeah. I D Dory too. Like I like that you can like you get two edges. Like people who don't know like how to like play around a prize and stuff, and like all of her cards. And then you also just have like if you're just like really good at the at the deck and at like bluffing and stuff, you also get that edge. Like I just I think that's such a cool like uh like mind games of it all. Yeah, yeah, just like the Punisher mechanics of the whole thing. Um, I feel like with uh you know Azalea coming back, we get more control. Uh, it's gonna be. I feel like she'll be more of a controlling, yeah. disruptive hero. Yeah. Um, it depends. I, I think that that's kind of where she shines. I know that there's the. Uh, I essentially think it's just Azalea playing Bravo, where you come in for <laughs> yeah. down and dominate yeah, yeah, yeah. with some awful on hit. I think that she has more tricks in her bag, and hopefully we see that out of uh, out of Outsiders. I think I'm really yeah. excited for that. I hope. And then whatever the new ninja archetype is. Yeah, I I hope to see two things mostly. Like, well, so first of all, I as much I I know I wanted him to be a brute, but like, and it would have been it would have fit with like the the pits theme, but whatever. Um, I I, I want to see. I would love I, the trap based hunter sounds really cool. Like it's just like like thematically it sounds really cool, so I'm excited for that. He also looks like gross and badass in a cool way. Um, and then uh, yeah. might be my new name. Based on visuals alone, yeah, like that. Well, we, were, we were talking about that on the last pod. I think is like we're looking for that hero that like speaks to us and is also a fun playstyle. So, yeah, yeah, I'm still out there looking. I'm yeah, so James open. James White, if you're listening, please uh, design a uh, another <laughs> prism. I don't care if she's good or not. Just uh, and also a cracked a cracked illusionist weapon. That's important. Um, I'm also I'm so the other thing is so yeah uh uh trap trap ranger trap um trap based brute no trap based ranger um and then uh, yeah the new ninja archetypes like I am like I do really like ninja I just like have never like spent a ton of time like playing ninja lately. 
but I do love Katsu, um, and I, I do love, like, I do like Fi, I just haven't, like, brought him to a tournament yet. Um, and then I'm also curious to see the new Assassin cards and how they expand on the already established theme, and to see what uh, the new Assassin, um, the non-Arachne character, brings to the table. Um, I believe her name is Azuri. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then um, the only thing, I am worried because for because uh, I it's I don't know if this is a hot take or if this is something people have already discussed, but like I think Azalea, if she gets too good, is probably going to be a problem. <laughs> like she just has so many on hit effects, and so like if you can like go wide in some way with like a bunch of like like red in the ledgers and uh, uh, what's the other um, red in the ledgers and uh, like seek and destroys and like stuff like that. Yeah, there's a lot of like really really disruptive effects. Um, then that would be that would be that has the potential to be awful. Uh, I don't think they will. So I'm curious to see how they move forward with that without like totally breaking her and pushing her over the edge. Um, yeah, well, yeah. we also don't know how that works for Azalea in face of you know the ice problem because that doesn't yeah. go away. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You're trying to go wide. Ice is still always an issue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as the new assassin cards, like I, we have no idea what Azuri does at all. Yeah. Um, I do know that all in all of her little promo photos we've seen, she's actually wearing Black Tech Whispers yeah. boots. So I think just thematically, those boots should probably work a little bit more synergistically with her. Yeah. Because Arachne doesn't really, I mean, I've played a couple of Arachnes now. They've never on go again more than once. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't happen that often. So if she has a way to more better utilize or gain silver, it could be really uh -huh. fun. It could be really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of assassin. cool design space in the assassin realm. Again, I hope I hope they don't give it too many like I like too many ways to like go wide or too ways that are like too evasive. Like I think that like the tool set they started with is cool and good, and I hope that they push that a little bit farther as opposed to adding like completely unblockable or something. I don't know. Um, I mean, tinfoil hat, tinfoil hat section. I think that they're going to continue to push assassin into the realm of attack reactions. Yeah. Um, just because I think we have warrior who does attack reactions on her on their weapon. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like the field they play in. We don't really have a hero or class that's attack reactions on attacks. Yeah, and I think yeah. that that kind of fits in with what Assassin is, right? Like they're sneaky. Yeah. They're supposed to be able to get thing over on you. Ninjas do that a little bit and, and their card pool represents it. They have a little bit of attack reactions yeah, yeah, yeah. and a little but, bit of good But they're less, they're less exciting and there's less on hits, right? So there's like, there's like Razor Reflex, which everybody exactly. has access to. And then there's like, I guess there's like Ancestral Empowerment, which is kind of cool and stuff like that. But yeah, I agree. I think like but if the assassin can really take that as their design space, I think it'll be really it, yeah. it could be really cool. No, totally. Just like 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 attacks with good on hits with like you know threat threatening um, uh, attack reactions. I think is like I think that's great. And yeah, I, I love the design space. So I agree with you there. Um, okay, cool. So yeah, we're excited for uh, uh, um, outsiders. I, I I I keep like the last three sets have just all blended together for me, not because of like design or flavor or anything just because i'm dumb um but, uh outsider is gonna be super cool um so we're looking forward to that uh one last thing to go over uh we don't want to spend too much time on this i guess but it is spicy so i could not include in the notes here 
Um, so kind of snuck in with the press release packet before the official announcement was the, 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 what's that? I said they were so so sneaky with this. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. So exactly. So, so in the, like the press, like package or like media content, whatever that was attached at the bottom of the, um, the bottom of the outsiders, uh, article. And it was like an outsider overview, like a lot of this many cards and here's the flavor and here's a little bit of background, blah, blah, blah. Um, there was a, a, like a PDF with a bunch of pages, and one of them was Pro Tour Baltimore, April twenty seventh or something. I need to go back and look at the dates because that's actually important. <laughs> um, and uh, I think it's kind of crazy to me because, and we talked about this a little bit before the show, but like uh, the first thing that people said instead of like, yeah, Pro Tour. Ooh, finally announced we know yeah. it was like Ugh, baltimore <laughs> and to, su- to sum it up for those of you who are confused as to why uh people are not happy with baltimore it's because uh either a they're not a fan of hit musical hairspray which is in baltimore well, they have musical. no idea who john waters is yeah or they've never had pit beef or <laughs> they... Or they don't enjoy crab yeah yeah <laughs> What is there not to enjoy about Baltimore? But really, like I, a lot of the discourse that's been going around, or at least one side of it, is that people are really sketched out because they're like, oh, Baltimore is like a really dangerous city. Like, I don't feel comfortable going there, um, which is not true based on statistics and research. Uh, but I digress. Uh, Jacob, what do you think about Pro Tour Baltimore? Uh, Pro Tour Baltimore, it is not the most exciting city they could have picked but like neither was san jose or new jersey for that matter except for the fact that it's next to new york yeah people act like you know you know they chose san jose and not san francisco these these kinds of decisions are probably purposeful they're probably motivated by money Mm -hmm. but like ellis says is not trying to purposely put people in danger and I think that that narrative that they were lazy or that they didn't choose well enough yeah. is is really just I don't know I don't agree with that rhetoric and the the idea that this city is more dangerous than any other major city. Granted, me and you live in a major city. Yeah, that's so fair. Our that's perspective fair. is a bit is a bit different in what we can tolerate. I will give certain people that, but a lot of the response I've seen on Twitter is pretty off-putting honestly i've never said something about the fab community like that but the response to this being in baltimore was just crazy to me it's like dude this is a major city like people someone posted that there's like a bruce springsteen concert the same weekend or whatever it's like do you think all the people going to the bruce springsteen concert are like i'm not gonna go see bruce because uh it's dangerous in baltimore so if so what day is it on because like what if if we made if we both went to the pt and we like O2 drop or O3 can drop. Can we, can we drop <laughs> and get door tickets to Bruce Springsteen? Which would be oh, awesome. Man. Uh, that would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I agree. I think it's like, like, and somebody who's kind of a, like, I don't know if she's a newer content creator, but she just recently came out of my radar with a podcast she does. Her name's Bryn. She posted this really great response where she had just like a screenshot of like the most dangerous cities in the US. And she's like, Baltimore doesn't even crack the top 20. <laughs> it's like, like, I don't know, any big city you go to, if you act like an idiot and do dumb things and don't be safe, 
um yeah you're gonna like you can get yourself you are or you, you even like it's not even guaranteed like you're gonna have a higher potential to get into trouble and like i do like you just said like i live in a major city there are some sketchy parts of it whatever i also like like i lived in seattle for a long time and not seattle proper but like just south of that in this place called white center which is like a very dangerous area and so but i i also like like i never felt like i was gonna die in white center like and it and, oh. and it's notorious as, as one of the most sketchy cities um and so i have kind of like a like i have a different perspective on it but i can imagine where you know somebody who lives in kind of like a safer suburban area or like a smaller community in the midwest i can understand where like i mean it's kind of like if somebody was like hey we're gonna have it in like detroit or whatever i'd be like ah, eh, that's but, but like even then like i don't think i don't think i think detroit's inhabited by hipsters now i don't know um but yeah, exactly. but i think big cities everywhere are, are dangerous i think traveling is dangerous just like it, it you know by nature um and i don't think there's anything to be worried about um like yes like be safe like you know yeah get get a get a a, a a fanny pack or something i i don't know what you do to keep your wallet safe nowadays uh i just but uh well, all these people i just feel like all these people making this complaint would go to new york city in a heartbeat yeah and like one no, of exactly. the things one of the things i saw was like i don't want to take my kids here it's like cool so you don't want to take your kids to new york or yeah. chicago yeah. or you know la it's like all those places are big city i did see a hot take that i i kind of agree with and it's like I feel like a lot of this idea about how awful Baltimore is, mm -hmm. is uh, to choose my words wisely. Uh, it's just, it's racially motivated. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore yeah, has yeah. an image as a predominantly African-American or black city. Yep. And a lot of people are kind of off put by that. It's like, dude, there's a lot of major cities in the, in the country that yeah. are, 100%. you know, very diverse and have tons of different people uh and i'm not i am personally i can't speak for anybody else but i am personally not scared to travel to any major yeah. city yeah for any reason and you know god forbid you ever want to leave the country i just don't know what these people i just don't know what they think yeah um i just don't know what they think baltimore is i'm sure it's going to be filled yeah. with you know crab and you know fishermen and i don't know edgar Allan poe shit as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, totally, totally. Yeah, ravens and shit. Yeah. No, like that's yeah. exactly. It's like I, I, I feel like I feel like I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up because like I, I do feel like part of this is like, and like I don't want to go too deep into this because I don't want this to be a whole thing. But like all I'd ask of of, of people if you're listening to this podcast, thank you. Um, I would ask that, like, if you are worried about going to Baltimore or you've heard, think, oh, it's a sketchy city, um, just examine why you think that and do some research. And also, like, if you're sketched out about it, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, because of uh, whatever reason, just make sure you're 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 thinking about it in the right way and for the right reasons. Um, yeah, and if because, me and Tim go. We'll hold your hand the whole way. Yeah, you know? yeah. we'll get pippy. We'll, <laughs> we I will, I will get pippy you with you. And crap. let us know, you know, and we'll yeah. we'll keep you safe. I yeah. think you'll be fine. No, hundred percent. And like this is kind of a spur of the moment offer, but yeah, like slide into our DMs, like shoot us a shoot us a message, and we'll we can we can at the very least walk you through it or you no know, whatever. Yeah. Like I said, I I'll I, I in between rounds, 
pit beef and crab. <laughs> and maybe Bruce Springsteen if I scrub out. Who knows? Oh, down. Okay. Yeah. So down. Oh, man. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, also, uh, yeah, uh, f- f- uh, you know, we'll go into specifics, but Jacob, I heard you have a bunch of free airline miles right now for various reasons. So kind of jelly right now. <laughs> yeah. If you want to buy I'm my ticket, you know. Some travel money for the year. So. <laughs> Sick. Um, well, I think that about wraps up our show and I got to go and go to a work meeting. So we should probably wrap That's this fun. up. Um, but uh, thank you guys for, for tuning in again. Uh, we're back from a holiday break. Um, expect a lot more. I mean, at least expect us to try to give you a lot more content uh, this year. Um, we piloted a lot of ideas um, end of last year, and and the response uh, from folks uh, is has been really awesome. We're, we're a smaller channel, but I'd like to think that we 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 put out stuff that we're passionate about and that we enjoy. We put effort into it when we do. So, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, mandatory. Uh, go click the like button because algorithms and stuff uh leave a comment also good for algorithms and also uh i i try to try to either i will reach out and respond to your comments if you have a question or just want to say hi uh or like if it's you know uh like on one of natan's videos or whatever um going over oldham or whatever i i try to make sure that everybody is aware of of when comments are on their videos so that they can go in and say something so um please leave a comment we'll be sure to get back to you um and yeah, subscribe, like, uh, follow us on Twitter as well. Uh, enlightened underscore Mike, twitter.com forward slash enlightened underscore Mike. Uh, Jacob, where can people follow you on uh, Twitter? Twitter at Twitter. I am at G Williker, J-E-E-W-I-L-I-K-E-R. Um, it's a goofy name that I've just stuck to over the years. Would would you be um, comfortable with uh and I'll edit this out if you say no. <laughs> would you be comfortable with people sliding into your DMs on uh Discord to ask you about Reinar and uh Berserk and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on Discord I am Hermitry. Um if you have uh any questions about Reinar or Berserk or how safe Baltimore is, I <laughs> am a hundred percent down to answer all of those questions awesome. and get that all figured out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, man, I like, yeah, every time we have to end the show, I'm like, shoot, I could just like talk to you for hours, but here we go. I gotta, gotta end it here. Gotta go be a responsible adults. Um, yeah. Uh, so we'll be back, uh, probably next week, honestly. We'll see yeah. you guys next week. Hell yeah. And I'm right. Plunder Run. Don't do that. Well, <laughs> I love, see, I love Plunder Run. It's legal and Blitz still, right? Isn't, is it legal and Blitz? Yeah. And it's fine in Blitz. Yeah. Why is it not fine? Nobody even plays it in Blitz. Nobody in the fastest format in the game. No one plays it. All right, you guys. Have a good one. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> <laughs>